0: You are listening to episode 77 of With Heart and Wonder. I'm delighted that you are here with me today, and I've got a story for you about something that happened recently in my life that I think is going to resonate. And it also builds so beautifully on our last episode where we talked about self-trust with the incredible Katherine Lenhart. Okay, so let me set the scene for you about this thing that happened just last week. My sister and I went to this really cool workshop that was being held at a local art studio. It's this beautiful space that I had been to for kind of a social entrepreneurial gathering, but I hadn't actually been there to create art. And this self-expression workshop was being put on um, by the owner of the art studio, Steffi, and by a local coach who I know and love in the area where I live, Sarah Beth. They do this workshop every month. So the theme was fun. And the medium, which changes every time, was acrylic abstract painting. Now, I am someone who is not exactly comfortable in the visual art space. I had this story that I developed somewhere along childhood that I was not good at art and that I was not good at crafts. And it's been something that over the last little bit I've been trying to reintroduce myself to because there is this like real history of perfectionist tendencies when it comes to. Creating in these kind of like visual art mediums ever since being a kid, like I would be at summer camp and I would never choose the craft activities. I would always choose whatever the other option was. So I just don't even feel comfortable or like really feel like I know how to like hold a paintbrush. So I thought this would be a fun chance to learn and to play and to explore this medium. The idea that Steffi, who was guiding the art portion, shared with us. And it was so beautiful. was like, this doesn't need to be a creation. You're going to hang on the wall. This can be, especially if you are new to painting, this can be just a chance to play with mixing colors, with brush strokes, with just what it means and what it feels like to paint. And I loved that she gave us this invitation of sort of taking off the pressure of it being something that is worth hanging. It really helped me to take a step back and say like, okay, I'm just going to let this be a chance to play. And so I settled on, we had a few different options of what we could explore. I settled on the simplest one, (laughs) which was basically on my blank canvas, creating a series of colored dots. Like that's it. Dots on a canvas. We're literally talking about just like blank canvas and drawing little circles that are, you know, maybe like a centimeter, a centimeter and a half wide. And I was going to use this as a chance just to play with mixing colors because that's something I've never been comfortable with. Because and really, like this is the thing for me when it comes to the visual art space. I would always get so frustrated that what was in my head, I couldn't get out into the world. I would have this vision in my head of what I wanted a color to look like or what I wanted a thing to look like. And there would be so much frustration when I couldn't translate that onto the page or the canvas or whatever was in front of me. So I was like, let's take a step back. We're going to do basics and we're just going to do these dots. And focus on mixing color. And I was actually having a lot of fun with it, just going ahead, mixing my colors, painting my dots, and then <laughs> I hear Steffi's voice say, Okay, like don't be alarmed, but you have 10 minutes left. So start to think about wrapping up. And it's important to tell you here that I have been painting for probably about an hour and 15 minutes or so. And I had only covered a third of my canvas. I had probably painted like, I don't know, maybe two dozen dots. And there was a lot left to go. So my immediate reaction was like that heart dropping into the stomach. Shoot. I am not going to be able to finish this. And The immediate reaction was almost like that little voice inside the head just saying, like, okay, might as well stop now. There's no point. You're not going to finish it. And what was really interesting is that, so I had, you know, painted a third of my canvas by taking 75 minutes. And I actually finished my canvas in the last 10 minutes. I finished it and I loved what I created. What ended up happening is I moved out of my head and into my body. I wasn't actually thinking ahead or planning this is what's next. Because one of the reasons that it took me 75 minutes to paint what was basically like a few dozen dots is because I was like so carefully selecting the next perfect color and how it would all work together. But I threw caution to the wind. I more just trusted myself and trusted the process and let myself play. And I will be very honest with you. In this 10 minute period where I was trying to fill the rest of the canvas Let's say for about eight minutes of it, I totally thought I had made the wrong decision and had ruined my work. There was a very messy middle where I was like, oh, shoot, why did I do that? Why did I do this? Why did I think that I could finish? There was all of that, like, voice of the inner critic was loud. But what happened was that in the end, as I let myself play, it all came together beautifully. And instead of my, you know, 30% finished piece of art, I had something that I had completed that felt complete in my body and something that I really love and am really proud of. I wanted to share this story today because, well, the first reason is I'm darn proud of myself this is the first painting I've ever created and you better believe it is going up on a wall in my home but the second reason is that it's really common for people to get stuck in the overthinking stuck in the planning but the reality is that there's only so much we can ever plan for and that a lot of the magic happens when we let ourselves be in it, when we trust ourselves to flow and adapt with whatever we're moving through in life. This isn't necessarily a creative project that I'm talking about now. We stay on the sidelines sometimes in that zone of planning because it is comfortable. And It does not feel good. There's that, um, that saying, it's a bit of a cliche, but that like diamonds are formed under pressure. Or sometimes people talk about doing their best work under pressure. There's something about a container or a timeline that lights a spark under us, helps us move into action and actually bring something to completion. Because it's really, really exhausting to be in that planning mode. We can get stuck there trying to plan every little thing or every possible scenario. And what can happen, and I hear this all the time, is then people feel like they've burned themselves out, or they don't have the energy to bring something to completion. They start things and never finish them because they spent so much energy in that planning. They spent so much time in their head. And there's something about moving out of our heads and into our hearts, into our bodies, because I really do believe that self-trust is something that we don't so much experience in our head, but it's something that we learn to embody. And when I say that, it doesn't mean that we're embodying it all the time, but we can learn how to support ourselves in coming into a place of self trust where we're able to be in the flow of it and be in relationship with whatever it is that we're creating. Again, not necessarily a work of art, but we're able to adapt and play. And what happens is whatever we bring to life is actually something that we never could have planned for. It's beyond our imagination. This has been coming up a lot lately in my sessions with coaching clients. This idea of being stuck in the planning and needing to move into action, this sense that there are things that people are wanting to do, but they're having trouble taking the first step. it makes sense. It's uncomfortable. And there can be a lot of doubt. Just like I had when I was working on filling in that rest of the canvas, like I said, for eight of the 10 minutes, I was like, this is absolutely awful. This is garbage. What was I thinking? But here's the thing we don't always talk about with growth. Anytime we're growing or stretching ourselves, there is going to be a bit of that discomfort. It's unavoidable. It's part of the process. We can't control that, but we can control how we meet that feeling of pressure. How I met it when I was working on my painting was getting out of my head, into my body, grounding into the idea that this was a chance for play. That was the original intention. There will be pressure when we are stretching ourselves. It's that pressure that helps us get those diamonds. But we can control bringing courage and compassion and even gentleness to how we show up in those moments. So my friend, if you are an overthinker or somebody who gets caught in the planning, what might you bring into the world In this week ahead, not with that goal of perfection, but just getting something out there and letting yourself trust in the unfolding, trust in yourself, trust in the flow of your own creative process. And hey, you really might not know what that looks like yet, but the only way you're going to figure it out is not from the sidelines. But letting yourself be in it, be in the sticky messiness of it all as you find your way through. And if that is something I can support you with, I'm always here, always. And I also would love to hear what are the things that you are wanting to bring to life right now? And did this episode spark any thoughts or reflections around those things? You can find me, send me a DM on Instagram. It's at Megan L. Johnston, just the letter L. Stands for Lucille, my middle name. Or you can get in touch through my website, meganjohnston.com. Both of those are linked in the show notes. And I have also shared my finished work of art. It's no Picasso, but I am really proud of it. Until next time, keep living with heart and wonder.